Welcome to Church Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha. I'm an audio engineer and an editor with ProSound Web, as well as a lead instructor for Church Sound University. On this episode, Our Calling. And of course, you guys know at this point, I like to give a special shout out to the show's sponsors. The first one is going to be K-Array, whose loudspeaker solutions can be found at k-array.com. And I also want to thank Digico. Their new Quantum 338 and other House of Worship solutions are available at digico.biz. Okay. So today is going to be a little bit different. Today, I want to bring you myself um, and stick with me here. I wanted to talk about something a little bit more intimate, something we perhaps don't talk about enough and certainly not in the pro audio circles. So here I am here to talk to you. I want to discuss our calling here in Church Sound. I know it's not my normal, super tech-driven content, but I think this is something that I want to share with you all. We've all had a lot of change recently, and I'm feeling pulled to share with you all and encourage you to share with me. So, here we go, a calling. I guess we can start off by asking ourselves, what is a calling? Is it God's mission for us? Yeah, that's a pretty good one. A higher power pushing or pulling us in a certain direction. We hear pastors and ministers talking about their calling all the time. Well, you know, at at least I did back when I was working at a seminary. There were whole actual classes dedicated to those sorts of conversations. So let's all just kind of agree here at the starting point that we can define a calling as this almost unexplainable pull to a particular trajectory in life. I've felt mine change over the years, but perhaps that in itself is the calling. Some of you may have heard my story before, but for those that haven't, let me tell you. I got started in audio after I decided that my musical skills, while moderate, you know, uh, wasn't nothing, (laughs) it was something, but uh, they were not enough to supply me with the life I pictured for myself. With an interest in technology, I kind of stumbled into the idea of an audio engineering career. For the sake of us all, (laughs) I'll fast forward a few years. A fellow here in the Kansas City area, and I had a professor in common at a local community college. He had grown up in the church, and his father was in the IT department at a very large house of worship. This fellow needed some assistance running some technology for a seminary, which is a graduate school for Jesus, in case you weren't sure. Uh, it's where people go and, and can get a degree in theology and ministry, essentially. So with this work experience that I had already had that I skipped over, uh, my professor gave this fellow my information. And we're actually uh, still chaps to this day. Uh, I hope he's doing well. I should probably catch up with him now that I'm mentioning it. <laughs> well, that job at the seminary turned into a seven-year career. 
They showed me what it really meant to live a Christian life, to live a spiritual life. They showed me family. Those people, many of whom attended my wedding, had such a profound influence on me, my life, my calling, who I am at my core. I seriously cannot understate this. I learned so much, and I like to think that maybe I taught them some stuff too. Through them, I began teaching. I created coursework for topics I thought they needed to understand uh, or filling holes in the curriculum that would prepare them to lead a church. It was in no small part because of this place that you're listening to this podcast right now, that I'm an editor and an author at ProSound Web, that I have a job at a console manufacturer. I wouldn't be where I am right now if I hadn't been part of the St. Paul family for as long as I was. I only left after I had grown as much as I possibly could, and I had pushed them as far as I could take them. My calling through the entirety of my time uh, was clear, and while it was always growing, stayed pretty steady. My calling was to help the next generation of religious leaders, to prepare them for the technological pathways that lay before them, and to hopefully make it easier on the tech teams that sacrifice parts of their lives to support the church and thus the leaders themselves. I really loved that, having a little piece of me go on and grow and get to do other different things. And I'm not currently a parent, but I feel like what I helped with those students is a fraction of what that kind of parenting feel is. In many ways, that is still my calling, my trajectory. The journey there just looks a tad different now and is a bit wider. When I left that large church and the seminary to which I had become ingrained, I had to grapple with the idea that everything I knew was going to change. I asked myself the questions we all always ask ourselves. Is this the right thing? Am I making the right choice? Is it my time to leave? What will happen to the folks here? And so on. I probably overthunk it, as I am very prone to do. But it, it wasn't easy. And now it's been almost a year, and it feels like I made the right choice. I dearly miss the people, but my calling is in what I'm doing now trying to help educate others and find the best audio solutions for their projects and their installs. But let me ask you this. What is your calling? And don't try to overly define it. That's where we get ourselves caught up. The broader it is, the easier it is to find the pieces of life that can fit into it. If my calling was very specifically to help that exact school and that is it, I probably wouldn't be here in your ear, in your car, wherever I might be. So what is your calling? It's okay for your calling to change or to seemingly change. I guess I consider a calling similar to maybe a purpose. Yeah, actually, yes, I like that. Let's go with that. So what is your life's purpose? 
I've been reading into this idea lately that we should all have a mark of some kind, a target, um, a very general, um, but gosh, it's sort of like a compass uh, on a scale that is actually incredibly abstract for us a lifetime. It's a way to guide us through all of this. It's kind of the the thing that we can be sitting with at the end of our lives and be like, uh, I did this. The trail I've left looks like this thing. So if we all follow our calling and listen to our hearts, uh, pray and genuinely try to give back more than we take, I think we could have a great life and help others have great lives. If your calling is related to audio, then I'm really happy for you. It's a lot of fun, uh, and I'll do my part to teach you as much as I can if you're interested. But if you find yourself being called away from audio or towards leadership or something else, maybe listen. Humans have a really problematic way of thinking we know everything. (laughs) We gotta, we need to stop that. We aren't always right. And I'm not pushing you away from church sound. I just want the people that are here to want to be here. So I would love to hear what your calling is. How would you define it? What guides it? As I mentioned just a bit ago, I've struggled before with not fully understanding if what I was doing was right. If I'm being completely honest with you all, which I usually am, I was nervous about being a, you know, quote unquote, sellout and working for the man, which, by the way, I just want to say that I'm very happy to report back that I was wrong. (laughs) I'm not a, it doesn't feel like I'm a sellout. I'm not a sellout and I'm not working for the man. I actually get to help a lot more people in a little bit different way. And that's actually been uh, quite exciting, but I'm completely going off the rails here. Uh, so I can't see the future. So all I can do is try my best every day and hold myself accountable. My calling is different and my calling is the same. I sometimes let little things get in the way of that calling, but I keep it at my life compass. It's my life compass. Talking about the tech stuff seems um, pretty easy compared to maybe this conversation. I know. I've got some great ideas coming your way, but I would feel remiss if I didn't have a conversation around this topic. So really give it some time. The blocks of time that you so wonderfully set aside to listen to my podcast, um, which, thank you, Take the rest of today's block and just think on this. What is my calling? Am I doing what I can to help the church? Does helping the church look different than what I'm used to doing? I don't have the answers, by the way. If you're waiting for me to drop the bomb on you, I don't have it. I'm still figuring it out day by day. Trying my best to be the best Samantha I can be and trying to help others fulfill their calling. Maybe that is my calling, is is helping others fulfill their call. This podcast seems to be helping some folks out there based on the emails I get, which I love. I love hearing from you all. 
it makes me feel like all of this work is worth it, that I understand my calling and am making a difference of some kind. Never hesitate to send me an email. I'd love to hear more about what you all are interested in, the problems that you come across, and more as related to today's topic, I really do want to hear how you define your call and what that looks like for you. I'm genuinely very curious to hear it. My dad always used to say, enjoy the journey because it's almost always better than the destination. And as much as I might hate to admit it, sometimes he's right. Church Sun Podcast is part of the Pro Sun Web Podcast Network, and I'm Samantha Potter. Thanks for tuning in and have an amazing service this week.